The following podcast contains spoilers for Dead Man Walking. You have been warned! What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of KFR News Radio. This is your host, Glingman Button, along with your host, Miguel Magusto. I couldn't Arru- hold it in. Arrivederci. I tried to be quiet. I couldn't contain it. What couldn't you hold in exactly? My love for this podcast and you. Yes, that makes sense. How are you doing? My brave luchador. Not bad, my guy. You know, just another week of containment. Yes. Living the best we can. Yes, yes. Uh, I guess it's just time to, you know, in lockup, watching movies. What movies have you watched? So I didn't mean to do this. Um, I 100% actually missed one from last week's uh, little calling of movies. Uh, One was called Fireworks. It's one of those animated movies, you know, that I watch from Japan. Just say anime. Just yeah, I don't want to because then I feel more judged. What's the, what's the word for being a uh, anime fan? A weeb. <laughs> a weeb. Yeah, you're a total weeb. I'm a hundred percent not a weeb. <laughs> you're a weeb. You got a body pillow and everything. I've seen it. I've Dude, seen it with my eyes. Listen, it's a body pillow of you. Just it's not just because it's, it's a body an animated pillow, version of you. And you um, you got a vending machine of my used underwear in there for some reason. I don't know. No, you didn't have to tell them about that. Come on. <laughs> So uh, fireworks. Um, it's it's from a studio, which is everything's in Japanese right now, so I can't even see what the studio is from. But it's one of mm-hmm. those studios that do really, really, really good job of animation, and uh, I wanted to check it out just for that sole purpose. And cool. movie was completely subpar. Uh, literally on IMDb has a five point five, and I think I would give it a six at least, mm-hmm. or at most, whatever. But yeah. yeah, that was fireworks. It was okay. Um, but then the other one was Grave of Fireflies. Ooh, that's which a Studio Ghibli title. Um, film, which is okay. Also, another anime movie. Um, Weeb. <laughs> um, this one is about a boy and his little sister struggle to survive in Japan during World War II. Um, basically, it's it's a really heart wrenching movie. It it's like this kid who's uh, it's taking place in World War II when like all these bombs are going off and shit like that. And <laughs> as happens in war, of course. Um, and their mother, like, dies from, like, I guess, obviously, the bombs and shit like that. Oh, damn. <laughs> and so, like, he has to try to, like... <laughs> from the bombs and shit like that. Yeah. And You're a poet, Glenn. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm well aware. <laughs> um, so he has to help, like, tr- like, try to raise both, like, himself and his sister he has to scavenge for to help him and his sister survive and it's it's really heart-wrenching and the ending just kind of literally kills you and uh, literally eh? yeah literally i'm somehow uh, you're a ghost. a ghost oh man uh, and the title of the movie 100 percent fits uh you know the movie so yep. those are the two movies that i watched besides dead man walking well uh i will give you a dime if you can guess how many movies i watched this week other than I, Dead Man Walking, I, I know the show that you watched. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I can't, I can't even like think of what you watched besides that. <laughs> I watched one movie other than Dead Man Walking, uh, and it's called Crip Camp. It mm. is a uh, documentary about this camp that was specifically for people with mental and physical disabilities in the sixties or seventies. 
in the, I believe, the Catskills in New York, um, and how those people went on to kind of fight for, uh, I forget what, it's it's like ADA, I think. It's essentially just like civil rights for disabled people. Yeah. Um, and it's a really, really well-made documentary, and... If you wanna, if you're tired of like the shitty people being talked about in Tiger King, mm-hmm. watch Crip Camp because they're all they all seem to be de- decent human beings. That's good. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good heartwarming documentary. And then, as you know, I watched the entirety of Ozark because I hadn't <laughs> seen a single episode. So that is three seasons, ten episodes each, thirty episodes, about an hour. So I spent thirty hours watching Ozark. Do you want and to give a, them the span of that process? Like uh, how I started Friday. Yeah. Ended Sunday. <laughs> so <laughs> literally cranked out, texting me the whole time, cranked out the yep. whole thing. I was like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched. I, I binged it more than probably any show has ever binged. Yeah. In the world, now, yeah, because you, um, that's the not stuff that you it. can just like be on your phone while watching. You have no. to pay attention to that shit. Yeah, um, and it's it's really good. I, I, I told you. Yeah, I, I, I told you. <laughs> I've got some good ones. You do every now and then, um, and I I also watched something that will come up in my plug for this week. So uh, yeah, we can get into that later. For now, let's move on to some new to some movie news. Uh, did you have a piece of news, Glenn? Yes, Mike. I did. <laughs> I did have a piece of news. Um, after scurrying uh, movie rant for about six hours, I finally found something that wasn't anything comic book related or coronavirus related. It was great. Uh, Martin Scorsese is in talks with Apple, Netflix. Uh, why is it labeled like Apple and Netflix to distribute a big budget Killers of the Flower Moon, which is going to be a movie about uh, the mysterious killings of the Osage tribe members. Um, is that how you say it? Osage? Osage or Osage? I, it's, I, it's one of the two. I'm sorry. I know, I I know, know I'm part like, Native American, so I, <laughs> I feel a little really? bad for myself. Yes, actually. You're the whitest part Native American. Right? Are, are you like one one millionth or something? Dude, or? I'm literally uh, one two billionth. <laughs> one two billionth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, he is in talks with uh, the, those... Uh, distributors about uh, that movie about the mysterious killings of the Osage or Osage uh, tribe members um, and I think if uh, if that's it goes through I think that would be really cool it'd be great for uh, him to do something with a like Native American cast such as yeah. uh, that one movie did with Leonardo DiCaprio it's slipping my mind right now uh... with the bear <laughs> oh Revenant Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just because he's the only one really in it and mm-hmm. everyone else is just kind of, all the main characters are kind of white, I was just like, what movie are you talking about? <laughs> or uh, Wind River. Yeah, that too. Wind River or um, uh, Hostiles. Mm hmm. Yeah, with Christian Bale and Wes, Wes Cuddy. Yeah. Um, I think it'd yeah. be pretty cool. Big, like, great. Great thing for them to do. Yeah. It kind of makes me sad that he still has to get Netflix distribution. Oh, 100%. Um, but, I mean, it's kind of, I don't know. I, I really hope that th- the crisis movie theaters are going in right now makes them wake up and show movies that people actually want to see that just happen to be distributed by Netflix. Yeah. And not just, like, 
be stubborn as fuck about it. Like Jesus Christ, they're they're so stubborn about it sometimes. And oh, they absolutely are. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't really have any movie news. The only other one that I saw um, was one that said that uh, movie theaters are opening up or hoping to open back up in late July, which. I take with a grain of salt because I work at a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, I hope it means uh, like all of them open, and then you know some of them open more more steadily. You know, yeah. not just all at once. Just because I'm I'm tired of not going to the movies. I need my fix. Damn it! I, yeah. I'm Jones, and I'm scratching at my my elbow pit. Like there's tra- <laughs> there's track marks. I am a heroin addict, and I need. <laughs> I'm, I get I'm my just glad you're finally fessing theater. up to this. This is <laughs> no, why I brought you here. <laughs> addiction is not something to laugh at, but me being addicted to movies is kind of to be to laugh at. So, uh, yeah, I need my fix, and I'm I'm tired of having to settle for my awesome home theater. If I didn't have this home theater, I would be much more depressed than I am right now. Um, yeah, but I can only imagine what you'd be binging at the movies besides Ozark. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Probably something else. I, I don't know. I don't Literally, know. Literally, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, the, the only other thing I wanted to mention was uh, they released stills of characters for uh, Denis Villeneuve's Dune. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see them online. And Timothy Chalamet just looks like a young Kylo Ren. Yeah. Uh, you really so, do. And uh, Oscar Isaac looks like thing, a complete but... badass. Yeah, I mean, he always looks like a badass, so... Mm-hmm. Of course he does. But, uh, yeah, let's move on to... Dead Man Walking. This man shot Walter Delacroix two times in the back of his head. Then raped Hope Percy and stabbed her 17 times. In the courtroom at his sentencing, he was smiling and chewing his gum. He is an unfeeling, perverse misfit, and it is time. You've put in a request to be the spiritual advisor to Matthew Ponsolet. This boy is to be executed in six days. You must be very, very careful. Well, Matthew, I made it. You've never done this before? No. You've never been this close to a murderer before? Not that I know of. What is a nun doing in a place like this? I just want to help him take responsibility for what he did. I like being alone with you. You're looking real good to me. Death is breathing down your neck. You're playing your little mad on the make games. You're a white supremacist, a follower of Hitler. Hitler was a leader, but he was on the right track that the Aryan was master race. You are making it so easy for them to kill you, coming across as some kind of a crazed animal, Nazi, racist, mad dog who deserves to die. You leave. I'm not going to do that. You want to be there to comfort him when he dies? This is an evil man. But I didn't kill him. I didn't kill nobody. I swear to God, I didn't. I ain't gonna get no chair, Daddy. I'm pissed all them kids for being parked out in the woods that night. Pissed all their parents coming to see me die. Blame the government. You blame drugs. You blame blacks. What about Matthew Ponsolet? What, is he just an innocent? If you do die, as your friend, I want to help you die with dignity. And I don't see how you can do that unless you start to own up to the part you played in Walter and Hope's death. Dead Man Walking, directed by Tim Robbins, written by Helen Prejean, uh, the book written by, and uh, also Tim Robbins. I think I did this same shit last week where I fucked all that up. Uh, stars Susan Sarandon, Sean Penn, Robert Prosky, um, R. Lee Ermey, uh, Raymond J. Barry, uh, and a little sneak peek. And you sent me a text of this, and I was like, who could be Sean Penn's brother? Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, William Penn? He said, no, no. you idiot. <laughs> his, his actual brother is Chris Penn, who was not in this movie. Uh, and um, lo and behold, it was Jack Black. Jack 
Jeremiah Black. That's not his middle name. I was going to say. Is that his middle name? <laughs> and uh, we also got a esteemed character actress and fugitive from the law, Margot Martindale. Um, every time I see her, I have to say that because BoJack Horseman is my life. Uh, and yeah, it's it's uh, you can, give me what that plot's about there, Glenjamin. What's that you plot what? about? You know what? I think I will. A nun, while comforting a convicted killer on death row, empathizes with both the killer and his victim's families. Yes. And I was surprised to find out that this is based on a true story. I mean, not really surprised, but it was just like, oh, I, I did not know that. I thought it was just a, you know, typical run-of-the-mill anti-capitalist capital punishment yeah. uh, film. And uh, I guess uh, we could start by having you get into it a little bit, since it's your pick that you made me pick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I That's what happened. Will. You, you it made really me was. pick it. <laughs> um, so, little did I know, I had seen this movie before. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but I didn't realize it until about halfway through the movie. I'm, mm-hmm. s- I'm sitting there, I'm like, this movie looks so familiar. And it's been years since I've seen it. I don't even remember when I saw it, but I'm sitting there like, this scene is killing me. I've seen this before. And then like finally at the end of the movie where all the really good scenes are happening, I'm like, all right, I have seen this movie. I know what's happening. I I feel the same way I felt about it back then. Oh, my heart. Oh, my heart. (laughs) Is that how you said it? Oh, my heart. Yeah, I tried to do it in a Southern accent, but here we are. (laughs) Oh man. Uh yeah, man. Everybody especially Sean Penn, why is he always like a convicted felon? He's got that jail? look to him. Um yeah, he, he 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 he, he, gr- he grows really good redneck facial hair. Yeah. Which is like I can't grow a beard, so I'm gonna have this little ratty goatee looking thing. <laughs> um and yeah, he's he's just he's got a look to him where it's kind of like for lack of a better word, soft but intimidating. Yeah. Where, like, when you see him, it could go either way. He could be an asshole or he could be nice, which is, from what I understand, pretty close to the real Sean Penn, where, you know, some people love him and some people say he's a complete dick. Um, I feel like that goes for most celebrities, though. But, uh, yeah, I think his... And he also is one of those actors who doesn't care about the glamour. He he wants interesting characters. Yeah. And well, he certainly those, gets them. <laughs> yeah, those kinds of characters are just more interesting than your run-of-the-mill uh romantic interests and and you know, straight straight guy. That um, is true. I mean like straight comedically, not a <laughs> or straight guy, you know. <laughs> yeah. And that too. I mean he played Harvey Milk who is I mean the whole point not. of that <laughs> He's 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 a I think he was like the first open openly gay uh, congressman something state state senator something like that but that, that's a good movie too but we're not talking about milk are we Glenn we're talking about dead man walking talking about right, dead man walking anyway uh, got off the speaking rails of there Sean Penn being a convict uh, there's so many people in this movie like I was actually surprised yeah that's one thing that Tim Robbins I feel always does well he I I was listening to a podcast with him and he was just talking about like how and i'm i'm sure he is exaggerating for the most part but he was talking about like how it's not really the money for him he just wants to collaborate with good people and 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 great performers and all yeah. that and uh he, he i mean he runs his own theater in LA i don't know if he did at the time 
of this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with, with a name already known like Tim Robbins, I'm sure that attracted a lot of people um, for for roles, and they probably kind of helped them out with costs and everything. So, uh, yeah, there is a shit ton of people. There, yeah, there's even, a lot more like, we didn't even mention. Yeah, even, like, random side characters that were in this were just like, oh, I know that face. Yeah, like uh, Scott Wilson, who plays Herschel in yeah. Walking Dead. Um, and he's also known for uh, In Cold Blood as well. Uh, there is... Uh, uh, what's his name? The guy who played the teenager that Sean Penn killed. God, yeah, what's I, his I, name? I can't remember. His name in the show... or. Movie it's is Walter. like Walter, yeah. But I'm not. Uh, I gotta click on full cast. God, where is it? Uh, Peter Skarsgård. Peter Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah, he's he's uh everyone. You might not know that name, but you know the face. Um, one of the things that he's probably most known is, for is it is it weird that I think he's in Skeleton Key with <laughs> Kate Hudson. He might be. I don't. I've never seen Skeleton Key, so I'll take your word for it. But he's he's mostly known for. Uh, uh, Garden State and Jarhead and that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it's just got a lot of really mainly character actors, like char- actors where you're like, oh, I know that face, but I don't know the name. Um, and uh, I don't know how you feel about Capital Punishment, uh, but I feel like it did a really good job at kind of doing a balancing act where it wasn't shoving a lesson down your throat it was just kind of presenting both sides of the the argument yeah um which honestly if you're going to make a movie about any given topic that's how you should do it um you don't want it to be too preachy because then otherwise you just kind of you alienate half of your audience um but yeah i I thought this movie did a really good job at multiple things like that who did Uh, this movie did oh yeah that a lot like not just with the the you know I almost said electrocution, but execution. Um, like with, with even with religion too, it didn't shove religion down your throat at all too hard. Either. Yeah, yeah, and I mean Sean Penn makes a mention of that to Su- Susan Sarandon's character um, in the beginning, where like one of the first thing he says is, "I like how you didn't try to shove religion down my throat when you came here." Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was a really well balanced film. Um, if I had anything negative to say about it, I kind of wish it was a little more emotional. Yeah. Um, it definitely was towards the end for obvious reasons, but, you know, it it took a while to get to those emotional beats. That's not to say it wasn't interesting throughout, but it was, you know, I was more or less just a fly on the wall until, like, the last 30 minutes or so, and then I became, like, emotionally involved in the film yeah i think that's why i didn't recognize this movie until halfway through because i don't want to say they're completely different halves of a movie but like it definitely picks up halfway through and you get more emotionally invested in everything especially between susan saran and sean penn's characters Mm -hmm. um and and sean penn's character just kind of has this wall that he puts up and he just doesn't want to tell what happened yeah so it's hard to like get into like that emotional state with him because he's just putting up a wall so hard. Yeah. And I, I think it was, it was, I mean, obviously it was done on purpose where like yeah. the event and his involvements in the event were like an elephant in the room. You weren't really sure when he was telling the truth about it um, and whatnot. Cause they, 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 and it worked for me. They wanted you to accept this guy for who he is right now in your face, not, 
what he is guilty of having done mm-hmm. um, until the very end. So, like, I, I thought that was really a really smart move because um, there's so many things where, like, it opens up with the crime uh, and then you just kind of don't. I don't want to say you don't care about the person because I, I personally am against capital punishment in pretty much every single case. Yeah. Not 100%, but in pretty much every single case, I'm against it. So either way, I probably would have been on their side. Um, but it for, you know, some of the more cynical and, and vengeful, not saying that in a negative way, vengeful viewers, uh, they could see who he is without having known exactly what he's done, just what he's accused of. Um, so yeah, that was really smart. Yeah, I really, I really like the the build up until the very end with all that. Um, because mm-hmm. you during during the whole process, you don't know whether he actually did this thing or not because he's yeah. not letting it up and he's saying that, oh, I didn't do those things in the beginning, and then it turns out at the end <laughs> he did. Yeah. Um, but for reasons like you know drunkenness and uh, uh, what's the word for it. Basically, trying to be show offy to another person. He, he was yeah. like, scared of this dude. Yeah, definitely. So he like, was trying like to the, uh, like, be like him. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and it was kind of frustrating just because, um, again, I I had to separate my personal beliefs with some characters, like the 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 victims' parents' characters, mm-hmm. just because they were so illogical in a way. Yeah. Granted, I've never had anyone in my family killed. Like, everyone that I'm aware of uh, in my family that I have known has died of illness or natural causes. And and so it's kind of like, it, it's it's hard to imagine something like that until you're in that position. But, like, it, it, they did come off as illogical to me personally. And I really just wanted Susan Sarandon to just be like, yo, everyone deserves... consultation or or religious consultation or what have you and she just never said that and i was just like just say that and they'll get off your your back about it yeah i mean yeah that that sean's i could see where they obviously they'd be very pissed off oh yeah yeah like there's there's one person supporting this dude and they were like are you fucking kidding me yeah (laughs) yeah and i i Again, have not been through their situation, but yeah. I like to think that I would keep a level head and just know that she's not taking sides. She's just doing what she can to save a soul in her mind, um, you know, kind of guide him mm-hmm. to Christianity. And I mean, if we're honest, that's kind of what Christianity is about. It doesn't really matter what you've done. Um Theoretically speaking, of course, I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't believe that, <laughs> but that is the basis of Christianity: is that you can always be forgiven. Uh, and so it was just it was just frustrating when they just wouldn't accept that. But again, completely understandable in the context. It was just probably my one nitpick about the movie. It's just like, come on, yeah. just just think about it for a second. <laughs> yeah, and then at, at the end, they kind of like try to move even though it, everything's all said and done and Sean Penn's character is killed they try to get the there's one family member that steps up and he's like I can't find it in my heart to forgive this man and she's like will you try he's like I don't know and then at the end you see him with Susan Sarandon like praying at at a church so like yeah. you see like he's he's trying to make the effort but it was at the very end of the movie yeah um, and I'm not saying that it's like an easy thing to do no. that either it's just 
you know, I, I feel that their characters, if anything, it did a disservice to those kinds of people because it mm. made them seem like archetypical, uh, like vengeful people that don't care about, you know, facts or, or anything. And, and not saying that they had to, but it, it just, I feel like it did a disservice to that side of the argument. Yeah. But like you said, it did wrap it up nicely in the end where like some people will come and, and do their best to forgive. But yeah, I mean, even, even during his like execution, um, like he's, he's trying, he's like, he has his last words and he's like saying something to this one family. Uh, I can't remember if it was the, uh, the, like sons or daughters. It um, was the, it was the son's kid, uh, parents first. Yeah. And then they didn't even give him a second to switch to them. And Arlie Army's just like, what about us? Hey, what about us? So they're like, and, they were being dicks from, even yeah. while he's on his like execution. Which bed. like, I, I never even understood to begin with, not just the victims of the parents, but like people celebrating an execution. There's one scene where they're having an, uh, a vigil for a, uh, inmate who's being executed. And mm-hmm. there's a protest celebrating his death, like counting down his death. Yeah. And I never understood that, even in like cases like Ted Bundy. Like, yes, Ted Bundy is probably one of the few people that I feel like should have gotten the death penalty. But to celebrate someone else's death is just kind of like it's fucked up. Like, no matter what they did, you're no better than they are. Yeah, in my and mind, they if, even if they you... even say that in the movie. Like, uh, yeah, well, Susan Sarandon kind of has that uh, philosophy, trying to like say something to the guards and stuff like that. She's like, you're just not much better than they are killing's killing like yeah like ma'am job's a job (laughs) yeah i I mean i'm not gonna be one to like blame guards and everything because like he says guards a guard but like it's just the the people that are actually celebrating it and taking joy in it not relieved i'm I'm, like there's one thing to be relieved that someone's put to death and then someone Mm -hmm. who's celebrating it there are people who are in in this scene that are uninvolved seemingly uninvolved with the families because they're not invited to witness the execution and they're celebrating it. Like, if you're not involved, who the fuck are you to be celebrating this? Like, yeah. get over your fucking high. Like, you're you're just showing how unevolved your brain is by celebrating. You're 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 no better than like chimpanzees who are are screeching at the side of a, a, a alpha male fight, yeah. and one of them dies. Like, that's that's essentially what the fuck you're doing. Like, yeah. you're, you're celebrating the death of a a lower alpha male. <laughs> It's it's so fucked up, but yeah, I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, but um, um, but I mean, regardless, I think I think I really really enjoyed this movie. Um, although it could have used like a certain like certain points in the movie where it could have used more push, like yeah. either more push in the character development between Susan Sarandon or Sean Penn, or more push between like side characters mm-hmm. with like sympathizing with Sean Penn's characters. Yeah, I uh, would have I would have liked to see um just cuz you there are stories like this where like the parents of a of a victim meet with their child's killer in the jail. I would have liked mm-hmm. to see a scene like that where like maybe Arlie Army or or uh Raymond J Barry yeah. who plays Walter's father or even like Cecily Weston who plays Mary's mother um go in and just like not even to like forgive him, just to like talk and see like why why my 
kids or whatever. They, like you said, just like an added layer of character development or connection between characters. Yeah, it, it could have been used for sure. Um, yeah. But, I mean, overall, I still enjoy the movie a lot. Yeah, same um, here. Did they ever say what happened to that, that dude he, like, killed in... They just said he got life. He didn't he didn't even get the death penalty. He just got life. So in that is instance, like Sean Penn in in the law, I'm not saying that this is morally right, but in the law, Sean Penn should have also gotten the death penalty, but so did the other guy. Uh I think his name's like Vincent or something. Yeah. Like they both should have gotten the death penalty. So in that sense, Sean Penn's character is right. Um legally speaking, I'm not yeah. gonna say morally, but um, so it, it is kind of still fucked up that the other guy just kind of got, I'm not going to say he walked free, but he's, he didn't gonna, die. <laughs> yeah. He didn't die. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I, f- I feel like this movie could have definitely used more, but I will tell you one thing for sure. I liked it more than leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think it's actually kind of cool that we watched two movies back to back that, uh, had, you know up and actors. running for oscars and everything. yeah in the yeah. same year too that, that thing was a nice little uh little uh experiment hey, or maybe we'll do it again sometime maybe but uh, yeah so i guess that does it for dead man walking mm-hmm. uh that brings us to les jugements what so, sucks is that i think that means i have to go first because it's my movie it is your movie and i'm actually pretty torn about it like i'm not even joking about it like i'm pretty mm-hmm. torn about it um like it's a solid movie. Uh I think it takes it it sucks that it takes like half an hour to really get into it. Yeah. Um but that last hat or like that last hour hour and a half is really good. Mm-hmm. And like you start to get into the emotion of it. You start to you start to care more about the characters and everything. Yeah. Um And it really sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like this might actually be kind of like the like most split I've ever been. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I, th- I think I might put it on the shelf. Fair, fair. Uh, I'm, I agree with you. It is, it is very, it, I am very torn about it because mainly because there's nothing that really stands out about it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not, it's, it, I would say it's a really good movie. It's not a great movie. It's not a, a bad movie. It's a really good movie. Um, and the performances, unlike Leaving Las Vegas, are top notch. Like leaving yeah. Las Vegas, the performances are good for what they are, but like this, I completely understand why they were nominated. I understand why Tim Robbins was nominated for director, uh, and I, I think it's just a really solid, well-made movie that I don't want to say is forgettable because I'll probably remember it for well, a really I long mean, time. But <laughs> the thing how, is how that I forgot it. <laughs> how old were you though? That's the real question. Yeah, I. I don't remember when I saw this, so I can't say. Because if you're like 13, I completely understand why you would forget it. But like as an adult, it's. But I, I think it was before before we met is probably when I saw it. Okay, so I, I think it's a it's a really well made film. Uh, so I, I'm gonna agree with you. I I do think it deserves a spot on the list just for the acting alone. Yeah. If anything, because it is phenomenal acting. Um, but I do wish there was just something to push it over the edge. The, yeah, there was. It needed more. It definitely needed more substance. But that last hour, an hour and a half, definitely, yeah. I guess, made it worth it. Yeah, I agree. To want to. Yeah. So, Dead Man Walking makes it onto the KFR shelf. It is a shelf boy, 
And that brings us to our plugs for this week. Glenn, since it is your episode, you go first with your plug. So, <laughs> mine's kind of dumb. <laughs> uh, so What else is new? Zing! Uh, it's a bada-bing! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, a couple weeks ago, I made a, a Netflix quarantine list of movies that I have personally seen and that I would personally recommend to people. Um, I posted it on Facebook, Twitter, all that, and... I had a buddy come to me and be like, hey, why don't you just post the whole Netflix catalog? Ha ha. Like elbowing me and like, you know, you fucking guy. I'm like, all right, well, I mean, this is for other people. You don't have to like, make a joke. And also probably about it. very, very small. Yeah. It's, compared I mean, it's, to the act. People don't realize how much of Netflix is hidden from them because of their algorithm. Yeah. I was, like, I was looking categories through the i mean yeah. i've got 89 films that i have personally seen on there i think i have to update it because i think they've updated it since yeah corona um so <laughs> he what the funny story is i am plugging this because yesterday he literally sent me a text saying hey man i need a movie that i haven't watched yet and that i mean i feel like you need to kind of recommend to me i was like <laughs> are you fucking kidding me <laughs> what's his name uh, first name all right, so we both know him, um, Kyle. Kyle, fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> and so, like, I told him, I'm like, hey, man, I, I made that quarantine list that you made a joke about. Check it out. There's some good stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And then 10 minutes later, he's like, you know, I've got all the Rocky movies, and I, have, I don't think I've actually seen them. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. So for people who aren't like Kyle and actually want some recommendations, I made... After that situation, a bunch of lists. The the Amazon Prime uh, quarantine list, the Netflix quarantine, the Hulu quarantine, and the Disney Plus quarantine. All movies that I've seen and would recommend to anybody on any of those platforms. So you're recommending so yourself. I am recommending myself, and that's going to be on Letterboxd. I know we do the plug at the end for that, but that's going to be on Letterboxd, and it's in my list. And to go there if you want to watch a goddamn movie. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to recommend a TV show or a Hulu TV show that I binged watched separate from Ozark uh, last week. Uh, it is the the final episode will be released by the time this is let out or released, so you you'll be able to watch the entire season, all eight episodes, when this is out. It is on Hulu and it is called Devs. This is your station, but what am I actually doing here? I'm not going to tell you. Don't worry. You're going to figure it out. The last time I saw him, he was headed toward Debs, and then he disappears. Something bad happened to him. You know what happened to him. If you came for answers, ask me what you don't know. What is Devs? This is the only principle you need to understand. Nothing ever happens without a reason. Everything was determined by something prior. They're fanatics. We need the police. You want to take them down? It's impossible. You knew I was going to come here. The sense that you were participating in life was only ever an illusion. 
Life is just something we watch unfold. What's inside? Everything. Uh, it is created, written, directed by Alex Garland of Ex Machina and Annihilation fame. Yeah. And it is starring Sonoya Mizuno, who uh, is one of the robots in Ex Machina. Uh, it's also got Nick Offerman, Jin Na, Allison Pill, Kaylee Spaney, uh, Stephen McKinley Henderson. There's a whole bunch of people in this. Um, and it is a solid, solid show. And I'm really excited for the uh, finale. And it is about a computer engineer investigates the secretive development division in her company, which she believes is the, behind the disappearance of her boyfriend. Um, Interesting. I, and, I definitely saw an ad for this not that long yeah, ago. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. If you want to see Nick Offerman in a serious role where he's not funny. I mean, he's he's got some funny parts, but he's yeah. mainly serious. My God, he's phenomenal, and okay. he, he's he's really good, and and it's got that that typical Alex Garland sci-fi mystery feel to it. It's really dark and and gritty, and it's got a really cool tone and world building around it. So that is Devs on Hulu. Got it. Yeah, check it out. Like I, Glenn, I'm saying this specifically to you. I don't care if the listeners the, the listeners should listen to it. But you will fucking love this show. So you, <laughs> so you got to watch it. <laughs> Since you watched Ozark, I will watch uh, Devs. So. And this isn't going to take 30 fucking hours. It's only yeah. going to take eight hours. Okay, I will, I will actually do that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that is uh, all of Glenn's suggestion lists on Letterboxd. And Devs on Hulu, those are our two plugs for next week or this week, our assignment for next week. It is Netflix Roulette's turn to decide for us last time. Two times in a row, we got bad movies. The first time was The Forest. The second time was Spider-Man 3. Those are the only two movies we've done on this. As everyone knows, uh, I can veto one and Glenn can veto one. But this will be a movie on Netflix. Netflix sponsor us. Please. And are you ready to find out what it is, Glenn? Yes and no. Yes and no. (laughs) Okay. Spinning now. Uh... I don't know how to feel about this one. Um, <laughs> it is called All of You. It is a romantic comedy. Uh, I think it is Spanish. It is about... Uh, it is starring Jenlyn Mercado, Derek Ramsey, Yeo Aguia, Keen Cipriano, and a whole bunch of other people directed by Dan Villegas. Uh, I think I'm going to veto this one. This does not have good reviews. Yeah, I'm going to veto this one. <laughs> okay, 5.3 IMDb, uh, Facebook 4.8 out of 5, Ooh. Unreal 2.5 out of 5. Yeah, Wait, so I'm going to veto, that is my veto, Glenn. Okay. So you, you can veto the next one if you want, or you can decide us to to watch it. Got Spinning it. again. Ooh, uh, this is slightly better, I guess. I, I recognize people in it. It is called The First Wives Club. Uh, I actually think I've heard of this. <laughs> of course you have. Uh, it's got a 6.4 on IMDb, a 50% Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it is directed by Hugh Wilson, starring Goldie Hawn, Bette Miller, Goldie Hawn, Diane, that's why. <laughs> yeah, Diane Keaton, Maggie Smith, Sarah Jessica Parker. 
Uh, and it is about after years of helping their hobbies climb the ladder of success, three midlife Manhattanites have been dumped for a newer, curvier model. But the trio is determined to turn their pain into gain. They can't, They come up with a cleverly devious plan to hit their exes where it really hurts in the wallet. Uh, so, Glenn, our fate is up to you regarding the First Wives Clubs Club. Will we watch it? I want to veto, but the next one could be so much worse than this. Well, let's veto it. I'll, here's this: the, the last veto can pick in between the two. Okay. So, who, if I like, if you veto first, you can't have a say in the the last two. We should, yeah, we it. should just do a best of three. Best of three, in, instead okay. of ever like vetoing, vetoing. That is a good idea. So from now on, a best of yeah. three. I apologize to everyone. Listen to us work this shit out. But man, okay, spinning again. This is a comedy one, so like it's a stand-up routine, so I'm not gonna pick that one. Mm, okay, so this one could not be on the shelf because it came out last year, uh, but it is The King, starring Timothy Chalamet and uh, Robert Pattinson. Oh yeah, uh, Joel Edgerton, uh, and it is directed by David Michaud. Uh, it is about an England 15th century how a cap- cap- capricious prince who lives among the populace far from court is forced by circumstances to reluctantly accept the throne and become Henry V. I don't know why they had to have so many words that no one ever uses in there, but, uh, or I'm just a big old dummy. Um, so, um, I mean, I'm kind of leaning towards that, even though it will not be able to be eligible for the shelf. I want to lean towards that, but it's also not going to be able to shelf boy or anything but it, you know. and I'm fine with that honestly if it's between yeah, you that. just don't want to watch <laughs> I don't oh <laughs> uh, no nah, fuck it the king the king okay so that is the king on Netflix a king has no friends only followers and foe a new chapter of my life has begun as prince I spent my days Drinking, clowning. Now I find myself the king. Choose your steps wisely, dear brother. They have their own kingdoms behind their eyes. I need men around me I can trust. You are my friend. I will come with you. Starring all those people I mentioned. Sean Harris is also in there. Forgot to mention him. And uh, Johnny Depp's daughter. And Thomasin McKenzie from uh, Jojo Rabbit. Ben Mendelsohn, our boy Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, Dean Charles Chapman, I believe, is in 1917. Um, I could be incorrect. Uh, but yeah. All a, I needed there was Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton, yeah, he's your boy. Uh, but yeah, that is on Netflix, The King. So I apologize for how messy that selection process was but (laughs) thank you everyone for listening we'll be watching the king on netflix next week as always you can follow our website www.keystonefilmreview.com on instagram we are keystone underscore film underscore review twitter keystone underscore film facebook keystone film review and on letterboxd i'm mike kfr and i am glenn kfr and that will do it until next week when we actually might have a good netflix roulette movie holy crap even though we had to pick it out of three so (laughs) 
<laughs> Bye, everybody. Are you telling me Spider-Man 3 wasn't good? No, fuck you. Mm-hmm.